सो हे गाइस टुडे वी आर गोइंग टू रीड द चैप्टर फाइव ऑफ द पजामा प्रॉफिट रिटर्न बाय वरुण माया एंड अविनभ चिकारा सो चैप्टर फाइव द प्लेटफॉर्म गाइम इट स्टार्ट्स विद द कोट वेव्स आर द प्रैक्टिस ऑफ वाटर सुनरी सुजुकी इफ यू हैव पिक्ड वन ऑफ द पजामा कैटेगरीज एंड कंप्लीटेड योर फर्स्ट माइल समवेयर इन द वन टू थ्री मंथ्स विंडो देन कॉन्ग्रेचुलेशन नाउ वाई लर्निंग इज कंटिन्यूस एंड यू हैव अ लॉन्ग वे टू गो यू आर रेडी टू प्ले द प्लेटफॉर्म गेम where do i land my first project before i talk about the platform game i would like to give you a tour of the most viable platforms to start freelancing on remember your goal is to one day reach a point where more people want to work with you and then you have the time for that is purely of referrals from your previous clients working on free plus freelance platforms is a means to that end there's a new freelance platform launched every couple of months we put platforms into one of two categories horizontal platforms or vertical platforms horizontal platforms these are general purpose freelancing platforms with all kinds of clients hosting all kinds of projects across different industries and skills no matter which of the pajama categories you end up picking you will be able to create a profile on these and start bidding for projects that suit you some example of these are upwork and freelancer We would highly recommend Upwork, formed after a merger of Odesk and Alliance, as it's the one we got our start on and is the biggest platform in the world. They normally charge a percentage of the total project cost as a fee and have protection and limitations in place to ensure both sides have a positive experience. Vertical platforms. There are a couple of different factors between horizontal and vertical platforms. These factors can be the type of projects they work with, a platform for freelance content writing, a platform for graphic design, a platform for marketers, etc. The factor could also be the scale of projects and hence the budget. A platform for solo business owners to find freelancers, a platform for small and medium-sized business to find freelancers, a platform for the world's top companies to find the best freelancers. Some examples are Toptel, Gigster, Clue, Content Mart, etc. The platform game. I call it the platform game because most freelancers start their freelance careers on platforms like Upwork before either moving completely to off-platform referrals or finding their balance of platform and off-platform projects. Think of platforms as your training ground for freelancing and also your first source of project. You will have more sources later, but to start with, they are the sole source. Now, when I call it a game, I am in no way devaluing the importance of these platforms or the seriousness of work. I am simply helping you recognize that there are other players and it's a competitive landscape. You have to work hard, put in the time, and do your best to get a favorable outcome for your clients and yourself. You will be rewarded for your efforts in due time, but it can be easy to get this illusion after sending 50 proposals and not getting a single reply. Everybody goes through that, and the key is to keep playing the game without giving up. Be the best player you can. to the best of your capacity and eventually the game will recognize it and reward you when the time is right upwork is one of the most popular freelancing platform right now platforms help you find projects send proposals track milestones and billing manage communication and get paid with a guarantee they even maintain a profile for you which contains samples for of your work testimonials on past projects and hourly rate which helps clients make better decisions The only caveat is that there's a lot of competition with each project receiving 5 to 10 bids at the very least and 50 to 100 bids at the most. Platforms are like a training ground where you get paid to get better at your skills. When you are confident in your skills and are familiar with the ins and outs of freelancing, you can branch out and get projects outside of platforms. When you reach this level, you have to take care of sourcing, sending proposals, contracts, 
tracking milestones and so on this can be hard for someone who is just starting out with a small portfolio of work so go this route when you feel like you are ready your player profile so think you have learned enough of one pajama category to take up a project on upwork and touch the waters you have gone ahead and created an upwork account you have filled it up with your photography skills above the communicates your value maybe some practice projects in the portfolio section now comes the time to apply also called bidding to projects you bid on a few but receives no responses to get a job in one of the pajama category you absolutely need to have a portfolio for this helps clients figure out if you actually have the skills you claim and it can be a differentiator when picking between multiple proposals but wait you haven't done any projects yet how are you supposed to have a portfolio this is a bit of a catch 22 situation you need projects to build your portfolio but you also need a portfolio to get projects the best approach to this problem is the one mentioned in chapter 2 it was to apply for as many projects as possible bit super low and somehow manage to get a project in any possible way this might take some time and you will have to apply for as many projects as you can since your profile is new to upwork and has zero projects to a client you are risky but because your profile has no testimonials or work history keep at it and you will eventually get a project after all everyone is in this position at the start of the journey must overcome it your superpowers if you have been following our learning plan you have taken your skill from zero to something you are now better than the average person when it comes to that skill and that's something people will pay you for consider this you have picked graphic design and you are now capable of creating decent looking posters in photoshop you are ready for your first project and making some money from this skill but you don't know how to proceed meanwhile on the other side of the world Nate is a movie theater owner in Memphis, Tennessee. He is looking to increase the number of walk-ins his establishment gets from the shopping district nearby. He has zero skills in designing flyers and could really use some help. Put yourself in Nate's shoes for a minute. His idea is to print 1000 flyers next week with the current movie they are running and have someone distribute them in the street. Each movie ticket is priced at $7. If he can get his establishment out in front of 1000 people, that's $7000 of potential business and that's just for one week. net the value of someone designing really good looking flyers is a couple thousand dollars in revenue bidding and proposals there are hundreds of listings like these on upwork and each of them gets tens of applicants daily the easier the skill the greater the number of applicants but here's a trick that will make you stand out most of these applicants follow that what we call the water hose strategy of applying to jobs they know that if they apply to 100 jobs and most likely a couple of those will convert so they apply generic template and spray it everywhere This is what Nate receives in his inbox. Respective sir, madam, we are a graphic design SEO, SMM, and digital marketing agency who give our 110% to make sure all our client needs are met. We have a top full team who will take care of your every need. We were established in 2007, and since then we have done over 800 projects. Not just one, but 20 variation of this sample same template. If you don't believe me and want to see this for yourself, put yourself in a client's position. Try posting a project on Upwork for your category. You will very quickly see that the responses that stand out to you will be the ones that are highly personalized and have high success rates according to their profiles and don't look like spam. While writing proposals, think about whether you are talking about yourself or talking about the value your skills can bring. The waterhouse strategy probably works for some people, but personalization and thoughtfulness will make you stand out in the crowd when you try to understand the client's perspective and the problem they have. You can position your skills as a solution and take and talk about how you are going to deliver on it. What need needs right now is someone who can say, "Hey, need." I had read through your job description and it sounds like something I can help you with. I have had experience in designing flyers in the past for local restaurants and I have received great feedback from them. 
I am attaching a couple of samples for you to have a look. I should be able to complete your work within a week. Would love to have a Skype call to discuss further. Here are my details. You have taken the time to read the requirement of the job. You have personalized your cover letter to highlight the skills needed and why you are a perfect fit. And you have mentioned a timeline for successful completion of the project. Feel free to get creative in your cover letter, but include these basics. Make sure you are making the right impression. Let's recap. Personalize your cover letter. Highlight your skills. Mention a timeline for successful completion of your project. Making a systematic bid. While you have a fair chance of landing a project simply by following the three steps above, let's go ahead and add some humor and personality to your bid. It's up to you to find your personal balance of personality and professionalism and find out what works best to convert a lead into a successful project. Here's a sample. Hey Nate, I had a read through your job description and it sounds like something I can help you out with. I have had experience in designing flyers in the past for local restaurants and I have received great feedback from them. I'm attaching a couple of samples for you to have a look. You can check out some my of my other work at this site. Apart from great Photoshop skills, I also a stand-up comedian on weekends prepare for your skype calls with me to be a ton of fun as you can see mentioning that you are a stand-up comedian or a musician or whatever adds flowers and passion to your cover letter makes it easier for you to stand out not just that it becomes easier to negotiate and justify a higher billing rate because most clients pay a small premium to work with fun people game rewards if you play the game honestly delivering the maximum value to clients and patiently leveling up you will be rewarded not only will the rate for your services skyrocket, but so will social capital like testimonials, 5-star ratings, repeat projects and referrals. The prices for services in the pajama categories vary a lot based on the type of client and the scope of the project, among other things. To start, pick a minimum price you are okay with. Be honest with yourself and don't spend too much time coming up with this initial number. You can always change this for every project you apply to. On most horizontal platforms, the proposals for projects vary from 3 dollar per hour up to the hundreds so try not to worry about your competition but try to pitch your value clearly in the cover letter and justify the amount you charge with one or two projects under your belt you will have a better idea of what your market rate is communication is key one of the biggest problems clients face with freelancers is that of communication if you are sitting in bangalore with a client in portland not only do you have a massive time difference but also zero visibility contrast this with a full-time job in bangalore where all your colleagues show up at 10 am and leaves at 7 am you can easily walk up to anyone and see what they are working on and you have visibility onto what everyone is up to you are working remotely in freelance jobs remote is a term used to denote that you are not working in the same office as someone else you are getting the benefits of flexibility, improved purchasing power and freedom, but you have got to earn it. You have to make the client feel as comfortable working with you as they would with someone working in their office. Imagine this scenario, you have a Skype call with Nate and he is excited to work with you. He awards you the contract and gives you the description of what he wants the first two flyers to be like. You are ready to get started. You sketch out some ideas for what they could look like. You start designing some early versions in Photoshop. You continue refining the ideas in Photoshop. You have reached a stage where the flyers look pretty good. This is what that look likes to need. I am excited. Hope this turns out well. I wonder how it's going. What's happening? Oh God. What if I have been scammed? See what happened here. There are two things to keep in mind. Managing expectation and consistent communication. After you have discussed the terms and what the clients want, check expectation early. What is your process normally like? How long does each part of your process take? When will you have the first update ready? What can you get on a call next? 
being transparent with your style of working and your process keeps clients happy let's see this this is what you sent he need excited to get started the call really helped understand what you need from me here's what you can expect in terms of how i work and rough timelines i usually take a day or two to sketch out ideas and get started with the initial concept design once i have done this i'll be sending over an email with some opening options so we can pick which direction to go in once we have established that i will spend about the next three days refining the flyers and getting them ready for print by the end of the week we should be ready for a test run this establishes what the typical timeline for the project looks like when the client should expect to hear from you next and what successful completion within deadlines will look like this removes anxiety on the client side and establishes you as a professional who is not going to get flaky and abandon the project this is what now looks like at nets and day one i am excited we'll wait for an update tomorrow receives emails from you we'll wait for the next update day five receives final design and ask for an edit day six completed and ready to go when do you stop playing you can play it for as long as you want platforms are great taking training grounds when you start but when you get good at it two things happen first you get to a point when the game becomes easier you get projects every couple of months and have a good inbound stream of income you can stay at this level for however long you would like but whenever you feel like moving to something bigger start keeping an eye out platforms are only one source of projects but there are many other sources out there there's a whole world of business out there that have never heard of upwork and could use your service it's up to how you discover them and pitch your value these are outbound proposals in the next few chapters we'll talk about how you can increase your outbound proposals with cold emails as well as inbound leads by establishing an online presence or a personal brand learning to write proposals and managing client expectations is a skill and you are going to get better over time as you get better at your skill your process will improve and you will understand your working style better you will also understand how to best deal with clients and how to avoid disaster repeat projects and referrals this is the first source of new projects if you play your cards right and successfully deliver on your promise if you are delivering value to existing clients and creating outstanding work they will be more than happy to refer you to their friends and other business owners repeat projects and referrals will drive a huge chunk of your projects in the future so try to keep your clients happy and go the extra mile on the successful completion of a project feel free to directly ask them for feedback on your work about similar future projects and whether they would be willing to make referrals personal connections do you know someone in your own network who could use your help this could be a family member or a friend who owns a business and needs your help or it could even be local businesses near you depending upon the people you know and the country you live in you could have varied success at this personally in india i had no success with this during the first 4 years of freelancing but as the demand for my skills caught up in india i grew my networks this started to increase until it made up more than 90% of my projects online directories try to visualize what your ideal client looks like and think about where you can find them online if you are a content writer for startups try looking at product hunt or other startup directories where you can find potential clients if you are a 3d modeler hang out in game development forums online and have conversations with people there if you are a marketer who's worked on running ads for local businesses look up craigslist and see if there's anyone looking for what you offer get creative when things go bad as you work on more projects you will understand what kind of clients you like working with and the kind you don't some clients will be a delight to work with and some clients will be a pain that's totally normal 
the clients that might be a delight to work with for some freelancers might be a pain to others it's about finding and working with people who enable you to produce your best work there are particular types of clients that you will enjoy working with and types you will want to keep away from the only way you can find out is by working on all kinds of projects till it becomes obvious to you observe your working relationship the way it makes you feel the things that are important to you and the things that irk you saying no initially you, you might feel like saying yes to all projects that come your way to build your portfolio and that's great over time you will start figuring out what good clients look like and red flags that mean a bad client also remember that uh, your goal should be to one day stop using a freelancing platform and be able to land clients on your own to do that you need to create an awesome portfolio you cannot have an awesome portfolio with 200 files for different small business big clients that will give you opportunity to showcase your skills on bigger and better platform a $500 an hour project from google is better than a $100 project from an unknown client why because simply having google on your portfolio will help you land messy projects no clients need to know how much you build previous client firing clients after working on a project you might start to realize that you hate working on it this might be because of the client style of working or it could be because of the nature of work or anything else projects like this drain your productivity and you will most likely end up procrastinating have a talk with your client and very clearly tell them what's going on it could be that it simply isn't working out for you or that you have other commitments that are preventing you from completing the project the earlier you clarify the better it is the client might have deadlines that they need to hit and they can start looking for other freelancers you can even make a referral if possible making the transition easy for them community find other people like you and talk to them there are online communities subreddits and facebook groups you can join where you can ask question if you ever feel stuck the situation you are facing is probably not unique and someone has probably faced something similar before reading about how other freelancers work and their processes helps you understand your skills from a professional's perspectives and helps you in refining your own process so read and research as much as you can so that's it for guys chapter 5 is completed we will meet in the next chapter chapter 6 that is freelancers mindset thank you